Pronunciation Pro. Hello again. In this episode, we are going to talk about stepping into your personal power. Now, this is the topic that I taught today in our Confident Pro Mindset training within the Pronunciation Pro online training program. And there was some interesting conversation that came from it. So I wanted to jump in here and go through some of the things that we talked about and some of the things that I heard from my students and just share with you these very powerful concepts that really make such a big difference. It was interesting to see the way that my students responded to these things that we were talking about. And you could just, even in the videos of them, I could see in their faces just this joy and confidence that was built even during this one hour training that we did. It was really exciting to be able to see that shift from coming in feeling not very confident in themselves and the way that they speak English to leaving with this determination to speak up, to share their ideas, to really step into that personal power of theirs. Okay, so I want that same thing for you today. I love speaking to my students and it's something that's very, really very unique about my program is that we have a lot of face-to-face live events that get me and my other trainer in front of you so that you have that face-to-face interaction that a lot of other programs just don't provide. So we have four study groups a week, four hours a week of study group time where you're working on pronunciation, you're working on fluency with a trainer, and any member of our program can jump in and, and attend those weekly. And then once a month, I do this Confident Pro Mindset training where we get together and we just talk and we discuss ways of applying the tools that I'm teaching within my program. So I have a Confident Pro Mindset training program, the video training course within my program that you listen to the videos, there's worksheets, there's assignments, there's ways of going through it and applying it in your life. And then once a month, We get together and we kind of discuss these topics and we look at ways to apply them in your daily life. And it's really very powerful way of getting that support that you need as you're building that confident mindset that goes along with speaking English and practicing English. So today let's really talk about that concept of stepping into your personal power. So I had an experience this week where I was interacting with someone who had a very strong, very dominant personality, okay? I have a very strong and dominant personality too, and it was very interesting to kind of match up with someone who was stronger than than I was. It actually was very interesting and helped me recognize, ooh, I gotta make sure that I'm not coming in so strong and so dominant because I recognize that other people around me might be intimidated or respond differently and I don't I want to create more safety in our interactions. But anyway, so I was I was around this strong dominant personality and we kind of got into a little bit of a conflict and we disagreed with some things and it was interesting to kind of see him 
step into this very dominant, I'm the one talking, I'm going to tell you how I feel, and I'm not going to give you space and time to tell me how you feel or what you think. It was just this competition, and I found myself, instead of stepping into that power, I stepped down. I made myself small. I caved into this person because it intimidated me. It scared me a little bit. And so I made myself smaller. And it was interesting because I left that interaction and I did not feel good about how I showed up. I felt powerless and I felt small and I felt like he kind of just bulldozed me in that situation and I did not like it. Now, it's not about being confrontation it's not about fighting, but I recognized that I needed to show up in a different way and be more grounded and be more in my personal power so that I could change that dynamic that was happening. Now, there was a piece of me that just wanted to blame him and say, oh, he's just a bully and he is, you know, he's just kind of a jerk and he's just trying to dominate and he's arrogant. And, you know, there was all these things that I wanted, my brain wanted to do in just putting all the blame on him as to why I showed up the way that I did. And yeah, I could probably do that. And I, you know, I could feel justified in that, but it didn't change the dynamic. I knew that I was going to need to interact with this person and I wanted to interact with this person again. And I wanted to find a way to be able to disagree without me going into that small position, okay? So instead, I decided I needed to take responsibility for my part. I decided that I wanted to go into it with my personal power and I wanted to show up in my own strength. Now, every situation is different as to what that looks like, but for me in my situation, what that looked like was, you know, then a couple days later, we had another kind of situation where we disagreed. And, you know, at first I kind of stepped into this power of like, oh, I'm going to argue with you and I'm going to try and get my two cents in and I'm going to try and and dominate this conversation at the same time you're trying to dominate this conversation. And of course, that didn't work well. Instead, I said, okay, I want to listen to you. I want to hear you out. I want to hear your opinion and and the way you're thinking about this. And I'm going to hear you out and then will you give me space to speak and then hear me out? You know, so I did. I took down the defense and I said, let me understand you. Let me understand your opinion and your thoughts about this situation so that I can really truly understand. Not because I want to respond and not because I have some kind of response or fight back, but I want to truly understand where you're coming from, your intention, your heart, and why you think the way you do. And so I listened and I spent a good amount of time listening until he was done. And you could see through the process as I just stopped and listened and I asked for you know more clarity. What do you mean by this? What do you mean by this? I asked for more clarity. There was a softening that happened. And I was able to see how by listening to him and helping him be understood, that then that created a space where he was ready to then hear me, okay? 
Stephen Covey, in his book, Seven Habits for Highly Effective People, he talks about seek first to understand, then be understood. And I love this concept. It's been very powerful in a number of situations for me. When I seek first to understand another person, then it gives me space to be understood. Not always, but sometimes. But what was great about this situation is then I heard him out. I was able to hear what he was saying. And that took a lot of power and strength on my part. Because really what I wanted to do is fight back. (laughs) Or cowered away, right? But instead it's like, please help me understand that. And then will you please listen to me? And then as he softened and as he got into that place of like, okay, I feel understood and I feel like you're really understanding what I'm saying and validating what I'm saying and having compassion for what I'm saying, then he was ready to hear me. And I was like, okay, now can I share how I'm feeling about this? And then I was able to step into that power of sharing how I felt sharing what I needed, what I believed, and what, it, what my experience was in the situation. And it created this space where there was good communication happening there. Instead of us just fighting and trying to get ourselves that space, we are able to both create space in that situation. So what was interesting for me about that situation is that instead of taking this victim mentality, Instead of putting all the blame on him, like we're never going to be able to interact in a healthy way, I'm never going to be understood or have a space to be understood, I took responsibility for that because of the things that I have learned through the Confident Pro Mindset training and that coaching piece, and I had to apply it myself of just like, what is my part in this situation and what can I do to change the dynamic so that I'm stepping into that power instead of making myself small. Now, the experience that I hear from my students over and over again is that this same dynamic happens with speaking with native English speakers. That it's this feeling of like, this is a dominant personality. And maybe they're not a dominant personality, but the fact that they speak English and they're a native English speaker makes them feel dominant in the conversation. And it makes you feel like you're smaller or weaker or less than in the conversations with native English speakers. And what we need to do is say, how can we step into more of our personal power in those situations so that you don't feel small or less than, but that you feel like an equal? And it is possible. I've seen it happen over and over again with my students, and I know it can happen for you. So let's talk about what that looks like, okay? So a lot of my students talk about when they're speaking English, you know, speaking English with non-native English speakers is fine. Speaking with native English speakers is what creates that insecurity. I was asking my students today, what does that dynamic look like for you? And one of our students was saying that when she's speaking with non-native English speakers, she has to ask for clarification, a lot of times because of the accent. Maybe she doesn't understand, you know, the certain words that are said, they're mispronounced. There's a little bit of that, you know, needing to ask for clarification just because of the nature of the grammar and the pronunciation and things like that. So there's still a lot of that asking, can you repeat that? Can you say that again? 
within the conversation with a non-native English speaker. But with a native English speaker, there's asking for clarification because of vocabulary that you might not know, or they're speaking too quickly, or there's context or phrases or things that it doesn't make sense to you. So you have to say, can you repeat that? I didn't understand. Can you repeat that? Okay. Both situations, you're asking for clarification. You're asking, hey, can you repeat that? Both with a non-native English speaker and with a native English speaker. And what she was saying is it feels fine when I'm speaking with a non-native English speaker and asking them to clarify. But I feel a lot of shame or embarrassment when I ask a native speaker to repeat themselves. And so we dove into that. Well, why is that? And, you know, of course, there's the fear of judgment. There's, you know, what are they thinking of me? There's maybe an impatience that happens depending on the person that you're speaking with. Yeah, there's a number of things that are happening that don't tend to happen with non-native English speakers. So I get it. There's a lot of things happening there. So instead of taking this blame or victim making excuses, instead of taking that role, we have to look at it and say, okay, the situation is what it is. I can't avoid speaking with native English speakers the rest of my life. That's not going to help anything. And I'm not going to change the other person. I can't make sure that every native speaker that I speak with is going to be patient and kind and considerate to me. What I do have power over is how I choose to respond to these situations, okay? So here's kind of the alternative that we talked about as you go into these speaking situations to be able to step into that personal power, okay? One mindset shift is that recognizing when you're going into a conversation with a native English speaker, they've been speaking this language all of their life. You have not. You are speaking a language that is not your native language. And if that native speaker were speaking your language, your native language, they'd then feel very insecure and out of place and things like that. It's just the nature of what is happening. So being able to give yourself credit and just be able to recognize, hey, I'm speaking in a whole nother language. If this person was speaking in my language, they would do a terrible job. <laughs> I would be more the dominant person in that situation. And they'd be kind of insecure in comparison to me. Okay, so now here I am speaking in their language. I also have my own language that I am fluent in and can converse in. But here I am speaking not in my native tongue and I'm showing up. I'm doing this work. I've done this work to get to this point. And I'm pretty amazing for doing that. That's pretty incredible. And I really want you to give yourself credit more often to what you're doing because it is remarkable. I have so much respect for you and what you're doing in a whole nother language that's not your native tongue. That's really quite remarkable. And I don't think that you give yourself credit for that. So give yourself a little pat on the back for the fact that you are doing this and a language that's not your own. Another thing, you are showing up even though it is uncomfortable. You're stepping into these very uncomfortable situations where there's fear, there's embarrassment, there's shame, there's all these really uncomfortable emotions and you're doing it anyway. That is strength, that is courage, that is remarkable. And I want you to recognize, oh hey, 
I'm doing something amazing, okay? As you're thinking about these things, this is what's the mindset shifts that are building more confidence so that you can start moving yourself from a one down position, a less than position with a native speaker, and be able to build that mindset, that confident mindset, so that you can grow into more of an equal setting with a native English speaker. So another thing to consider and a mindset shift to make is recognize that you are being honest in asking for clarification. Pretending like you understand when really you don't, that's dishonesty. The more you ask for clarification, the more honest a person you are. The more you're living in that integrity that you have. You're being honest in asking for clarification. And that is something I really respect, is that when you ask for clarification, it means you don't understand versus sitting there and saying, oh yeah, I understand, when really you don't, okay? Stepping into your personal power is stepping into that honesty and recognizing, hey, I'm not going to understand everything and that's okay because I'll just keep asking for clarification, even though the person that I'm asking may get annoyed <laughs> and it may be you know, frustrating to them, but that's okay, that's their problem, not mine. They get to have whatever judgment or however they show up, they get to own that. That's not for me to take responsibility for. What I have responsibility for is myself and how I show up. Another mindset shift is you are building skill and strength every time you ask for clarification. You're learning in the process. You are someone who takes action to learn and grow in every situation. And maybe you don't do it in every situation and that's fine. You know, we're not always perfect. We're not always going to show up in that personal power all the time. What we want to do though is increase that time where you are showing up, where you are speaking up where you are asking for clarification when you don't understand and that you are shifting those mindsets so that you can get into more of that equal place with native English speakers instead of putting yourself down or saying you're not good enough or you're not smart enough or you're not capable enough or your communication skills aren't good enough to be able to even be in this conversation. Those are thoughts that are not going to serve you. They're not going to help you get to where you need to be. So we really need to choose another way to show up. So stepping into that personal power, what that looks like is saying, okay, this dominant personality, this native English speaker, instead of making myself small and being quiet and not asking for clarification and just kind of melting away into this very small position. Instead, how can you step into that personal power? How can you speak up more? How can you shift your mindset so that you can have the courage to step into that place of equality with native English speakers? Now, the reality is you probably won't get to a point where your communication skills are at the same equal level as a native English speaker. The fact of the matter is they've been speaking for years and years and years more than you, and you're starting at a deficit. You're starting behind. And so instead of beating ourselves up that we're always behind, 
Let's look at it in a different way. Instead of looking at it as I'm behind, here's how I look at it. I look at my students and I am blown away by the grit, the determination, the experiences that you've had, you know, as immigrants, as people who are learning another language, who are having to speak another language that's not their own. There is character building that's happening through those experiences that these other native speakers might not be getting. They don't have to fight for all of that they have. There's a lot that's given to them naturally. This is a total generalization because I don't know, you know, I can't say that all native English speakers have had it easy. <laughs> They've had it easy in the way that they communicate, easier, I should say. You know, everyone's going to have their experiences, but when I see my students and I see all of you, and I recognize, whoa, there's a power here that as you continue to build those communication skills and especially build that confidence in yourself and instead of looking at yourself as one down or less than, seeing yourself as an equal to anyone you're speaking with, and that's very important to me and something we talk about in my program is that we're all equal. We are all equal. And when we can really truly believe that, that makes a huge difference in the way that you show up with anyone around you. What I do see is that because of the experiences that you've had as an immigrant and someone who is speaking English as a second language or third or fourth language, whatever it is, that experience gives you this superpower <laughs> that really is quite the advantage as you continue on down your career. If you do the work to really improve your communication skills, which need to happen, you know, if you're going to keep progressing in your career, you have to have better communication skills. You have to improve that area because communication is just an essential skill set that is required in the workforce. But as you build that communication skills to the point or it may not be equal to a native speaker, but it's sure good enough. As you do that, plus add in all the grit and determination and strength of character and experience that you've had overcoming very difficult things, what I see is that there's this acceleration that happens. It's passing up native English speakers in their career because of all these underlining characteristics that you've developed through the process of having to step into that personal power in a language that's not your native. That's the strength and power that I see in you. And that's what I want you to recognize in yourself so that you can shift those mindsets and have more courage stepping into that personal power that you have already inside of you right now. I hope that this is motivating to you and that you can really truly believe this about you because I believe it in you. And if you can borrow some of my belief to carry you forward, perfect. I'm happy to offer that to you. All right. Do the work this week of stepping into that personal power by speaking up, by stepping into those conversations, by asking for clarification and giving yourself permission to do that without the embarrassment or shame or fear of judgment or fear of mistakes. 
It's okay. That's the process of learning, and you are someone who learns and grows every day. All right, have a great one. We'll see you next time. Your voice is important and needs to be heard. If you're ready to speak English clearly and with greater confidence, I invite you to join me at pronunciationpro.com. Pronunciation Pro.